Welcome in, and thanks for joining us for the latest edition of the Delaware Biblecast, a podcast ministry from Delaware Bible Church. I'm your host for today's podcast, Brad Harris, and I serve as Pastor of Administration and Outreach here at Delaware Bible Church. And here, joining me in the dark for today's podcast, is our Deacon of Finance here at DBC, Bob Johnson. Bob, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome, and yes, it is dark because the power went out, but that does not affect the ministry. That is right. The power went out, but praise the Lord, our podcast equipment uh, has batteries that we can use for it, so Bob and I are powering through, and I appreciate him, him joining us today for this podcast. So DBC and DCS are partnering together to seek to raise $4 million for the Building for Future Generations campaign. Now, at the recording of this podcast, this upcoming Sunday morning, will mark Commitment Sunday, where DBC attenders this upcoming Sunday will be asked to submit their commitment card with how much they plan on giving over the span of three years throughout the campaign. Now, DCS, Delaware Christian School, our school ministry, is also collecting commitment cards, and their campaign is going to go later in the year than the DBC campaign. If you've been listening to any of our recent podcasts, you've been hearing as we've shared different things about the campaign. We've had Jane Miner come on, and she has shared the school side of the project. We've had Pastor Scott come on and share the nuts and bolts of the church side. And we've also talked about dynamics between Delaware Bible Church and Delaware Christian School. Earlier this week, I sent out a 15 Frequently Asked Questions podcast, and in today's podcast... We're going to focus on sharing thoughts and ideas on how a person can best steward the resources that God has blessed them with as overseers to contribute towards this campaign. Now, as we do this here today, we're going to start by focusing on the majority of the gifts that are going to come in, which are financial gifts given by check, given in cash, given online, however you would like to give, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually. Now, for some, processing through what to give towards a need such as this includes many factors and can be a difficult decision. So, Bob, I'll share my thoughts on this first, but then I would like to hear yours. What advice would you give someone who is still considering what the Lord would have them to give towards the project? And the piece of advice I would share is to make sure that the amount that you give is something that you are sure that you can give above and beyond your regular offering. Because the intent of this project is that the gifts that are given are above and beyond your normal offering, and they're not meant to replace your normal offering. Just because we're doing this project doesn't mean that we still don't have to pay for all the bills that are also going on here within our ministry. So I would encourage you that whatever gift that you give, that the Lord lays on your heart to give, is done above and beyond your normal offering. Bob, what advice would you share? Uh, I would recommend that you do not give that would cause something to happen to hurt your own personal financial situation or your family situation. Make sure that you have an emergency fund Make sure that you are able to pay all your bills, and then obviously seek the Lord and counsel of others to determine what you should give above your regular giving. So, Bob, you also um, serve as a financial advisor, and my question for you would be with that, is there a specific amount that you recommend for folks to be able to uh, have as their emergency plan 
outside of their regular finances for, for needs and things that come up? Well, it used to be that we would say three to six months of spending that is required to maintain your household. But obviously, COVID opened our eyes last year, and there is no such thing as my job is safe. Mm-hmm. And so now we're beginning to recommend that people have somewhere between six to 12 months of paying their minimal bills and expenses to keep their household going. So with that, giving beyond, above and beyond our normal offering, which for many of us is a sacrifice and should be a sacrifice as we give towards that, but this is an extra sacrifice on top of that. And so we want to be careful there as we talk about how people can give towards this. And as we focus on these ways to give, we can also at times find creative ways to give. Uh, There are other ways that you can give towards the project other than a cash or check gift. So Bob, would you mind sharing with us uh, your expertise and what are some other creative ways of giving that wouldn't necessarily be just a cash or check gift, but a way that they could give towards this need? If people are over 72 ages, if people are 72 or older, they can give what's called a QCD, a Qualified Charitable Donation. So their required minimum distribution, which is an IRS rule, if that is sent directly to Delaware Bible Church and not sent to their checking account first and then donation, the entire amount goes to DBC and you do not owe any income tax on the QCD amount. Any other ones that you would like to share other than that? Uh, If you work for a corporation, a lot of corporations have corporate matching charitable donations. So check with your HR department. I checked with mine today. They will match up to $5,000. Wow. So it's just a matter of asking. I didn't even think about that until I was getting ready for this podcast. And with that, there are some organizations that may not necessarily give towards a church organization, but when they see that there's a school alignment there, I can tell you in the school, and there have been times where we've been able to get some sponsors or donations there that we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise as a church. And ultimately, all the money is going to the same place. So if they are able to contribute towards the school, now we're not going to tell them, we're not going to hide the fact that it's a church ministry, but with that, they may be able to give towards a nonprofit Christian school that they couldn't towards the church as well for that. Uh, Another possibility is, though this is more of a legacy plan at death, uh, many people used to be able to leave money to a non-spouse beneficiary from their IRA, and they could do a stretch IRA, which means stretch out the required minimum distribution over their lifetime. could be 20, 30, 40 years. That has been done away with now. So if you leave your IRA to a non-spouse beneficiary, it has to be entirely paid out in 10 years. So even though this is not something on the three-year plan, you may want to consider naming your non-spouse beneficiary. That could be Delaware Bible Church or a percentage to them, and the church would get it all. And with that as well, uh, some have asked, and we actually covered that in the 15 Frequently Asked Questions podcast about those who uh, would like to give either as a part of their will or either as uh, state planning in the future, and we do accept gifts such as that. If you have any questions on any gifts such as that, on the commitment card that you fill out, there is a 
place that you can mark for wanting to find out more information about that. And as well, you can contact Jelaine Van Gordon in the business office, and she will be able to share with you that information as well. So while many of us fall into the category of needing to be pushed towards being a sacrificial giver, there are some that are natural givers and may find the temptation to give too much towards a project such as this. I've appreciated how Pastor Scott has shared during our sermon series that we're not trying to twist anyone's arms on giving, that it should be as the Lord puts on your heart. But there are some that are inclined the other way than most of us are, which is giving too much towards the project. So Bob, what advice would you give a person that would like to give a lot towards this project, but needs to be careful so that they don't give too much? Again, I would recommend that you get counsel from somebody that you trust that is a believer. It could be one of the elders or deacons. It could be a brother or sister in Christ who attends church here. And uh, though we tend to be very private about our money, as we have been taught these entire four weeks, it all belongs to the Lord. And there's nothing wrong with receiving counsel on financial matters, just as we might receive counsel on our thought life or our Bible study or any of the other uh, Christian ideals that we try to live out each day. That's a, that's a wonderful thought, and, and maybe there's a, a member of the finance committee that you know that you could talk to about how much can I give towards this, other people like that. And as Bob shared, and I know some other folks from the church have shared with me, they want to contribute, they just had to figure out how much. So talking to your financial advisor, talking to a spiritual person within the church who truly knows finances and can help with that would be a wonderful opportunity for that. Bob, before we close out our time, is there any other advice that you would like to share with those regarding giving or sacrificing towards the needs that we've shared here with the church? Uh, just a couple of other possible suggestions. If you have any tangible personal property, maybe some old rings or coins or something like that that are just sitting around, you can always donate those to the church, then the church would be able to sell them, and then you don't pay any tax on that. If you have any artwork, if you have any real estate that has been depreciated down rental properties and you got a big capital gain, you may want to consider donating that. Check with Jelaine Van Gordon how to set that up so that you end up getting the proper uh, donation and not pay tax on the gain when it's given. And that can be a thing as well, talking to your tax advisor about that as well, because with that, we know some people have said, I'm going to give towards the project, but I'm going to give at this point so that it lines up with my taxes. However you'd like to do that, we are uh, open to however you'd like to give towards that. We will take the donations for that, and we know that the Lord will use it for the ministry there. So as we work through these things, I just want to share with you as we close out a couple of the different ways that you can give towards the needs here. So you can give by marking your commitment card and turning it in. If you're not able to do it this upcoming Sunday, whenever you can, mail it to the church, bring it by and drop it in the financial office box. However you can get it to us, that would be a wonderful thing. But as well, you can do so not only through check or cash, but also you can do so on the church website by going to DelawareBible.org. Now, there are some small fees attached for giving online in those ways, but you can also check with your bank and see if you can do a bill pay for that. That's what I do regularly with my tithe, and my bank that I bank with, Chase Bank, doesn't charge me a dime for that. 
And so there may be some alternate ways that you can give towards that that would work best for you. And uh, we give through Zelle app, through mm-hmm. our U.S. bank checking account. It goes right to J-Lane, and we don't have to uh, write a check. And especially in COVID, when we weren't having church, that enabled us to continue our support uh, of Delaware Bible Church Ministries. Right. That's that's exactly right. There's no fees with Zelle, and Zelle actually is just a little bit of inside baseball here at the church. That's how regularly there's an option for if we have a reimbursement, Jelaine just sends it right to us through Zelle because it's automatic and we don't have to worry about checks or anything like that. It's just an electronic transfer. So you're invited to do that as well. So Bob, again, we thank you for joining us today and helping folks within the church consider how they can contribute towards these proje- this project, maybe in some outside ways than what we were thinking. There's no problems with the church as far as electric. We've been paying our bills. There's no issue with that. But uh, appreciate you joining us in the dark as this is the fourth time in two weeks that the circuit, there's been an issue that AEP is working through. So, Bob, we thank you for joining us. We thank everyone as well for listening in. We hope that you have a wonderful week, and we appreciate you listening to all these Capital Campaign podcasts. We hope to share again with you soon.